words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in my sight, O oh Lord, my strength, my rock, my light, my salvation, and my redeemer. Speak now that your son Jesus will be glorified. Speak now that these your people will be edified. Speak now that we hear a word from you. Father, we need you now. Speak to us now. Give us a word. Give us, give us your strength. Give us your might. Give us your power. Now have thine own way, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decrease so that you increase with me. I need you now. I need you like never before to stand in me and stand with me. Stand in front of me and stand behind me. But most of all, stand right beside me so that I may be able to proclaim your truth without fear or intimidation. So have thine own way. And we give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray we ask it all. Amen. I'm glad when they said unto me, let us go. To the house of the Lord. God's been good to you. Give God another hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. We thank God once again that we are alive and that we are above the ground and not below the ground, which is evident God still has some work for us on this side of the Jordan. Amen. It's so good to see honesty and harmony and Sister Taylor. Amen. Amen. Let's give God praise for them. Amen. So good. Uh, to see them as well. Amen. In the book of 1 Kings, the 17th chapter, 1 Kings chapter 17, and I want to look at verse 7. 1 Kings chapter 17, and I want to look at verse 7. First Kings chapter 17, and I want to look at verse 7. Amen, amen. <clears throat> and I'm reading from um, the English Standard Version this morning. When you have it, say amen. amen. If you still look and say hold up, I like that one too. <laughs> <laughs> First Kings chapter 17, verse 7. And this is what it says. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Read again. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Look at somebody and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, with your prayers, your participation, and God's power, Pastor Brown, is going to preach about lessons from a dried brook. That's what I want to talk about. Lessons from a dry brook. Lessons from a dried brook. There are moments that are defined as crucial moments. Because nobody has life go the same way all of the time. Am I right about that? And nobody certainly has life go their way all of the time. Life has its ups and life has its downs. 
Life presents us with opportunities, but life also presents us with challenges. Am I right about it? Nobody has life go the way they want it to go, but we all have those moments in our lives. We all have those moments in our walk with God where we say there are just some things I can't let go. There are some things I can't pass up, and there are some doors I can't let close, and there are some opportunities I can't let leave me because we all have some defining moments. Y'all want to talk with me for a few minutes? These moments will come. These scenarios will come, and these things will show up, and they show up, and Sister Younger, they make you talk bold. They make you talk with courage, and they make you talk, Sister Shirley, unafraid, where you begin to say, I'm not going to let this pass me. I'm not going to let this scare me, and I'm not going to let anybody make me miss out on what God has for me. Am I talking to anybody here who can say, I'm not going to let anything pass. I'm not going to let anything make me miss out on what God has for me. Because tell us, Sister Eloise, every now and again, you start to look at life differently when God opens your eyes. Can I get a witness in here? When God opens your eyes, Sister Eloise, you look at life differently. When God opens your eyes, you feel different. When God opens your eyes, you walk different. When God opens your eyes, you talk different. When God opens your eyes, you feel different. When God opens your eyes, you sound different. When God opens your eyes, you begin to say, it's just some stuff I'm not going to let let leave me. It's some stuff that I'm not going to miss out on. And it's also some stuff when God tells me to do it, I'm just going to do it. No questions asked. Is there anybody in here that can say, I'm going to do some stuff the way God tells me to do it? Because every day I wake up, it's another day for me to be better. Every day I wake up, it's another day for me to tell the Lord, thank you. Every day I wake up, it's another day for me to be productive. It's another day for, get, for me to give my best shot. It's another day for me to give my best effort. It's another day for me to give some more strength, some more bravery, and some more courage. Every day you wake up, it's another day for you to just continue to grow. And can't you see that every day you wake up is a gift from God? Because everybody doesn't see the same day you see. Am I right about it? We here on November 7th, 2021. Some of our friends not here. They gone. Some of our family not here. They gone. Some of our church family that we've beloved over the years, they not here. They gone. But here we are. And ain't that good news? I know it's bad English, but it's making a good point. Ain't that good news that we serve a God that keeps us every day? We serve a God that guides us every day. We serve a God that leads us every day. We serve a God that never stops being good to us. It reminds me, as I get ready to move into this text, it reminds me, summarize officially. You know, I love fishing, but I got to be real with y'all. I don't like it when I don't catch fish. <laughs> you go fish. If you, we say we going fishing, we going to fish. I'll never forget, there was a time I went with my uncle. He kept me there all day. I said all day. He woke me up at 4 o'clock. On a Saturday morning, had breakfast. We got to that pond, and by the time we got home, it was dark outside. 
I didn't get to watch TV, didn't get to watch Nickelodeon, didn't get to watch sports, didn't get to play my Nintendo 64 at the time. Just tell him, tell you, he kept me there all day. He didn't ask if I want to stay there all day. But he kept me all day. And what made it worse, him and his, him and his friend, who I love, Deacon Aldo Bowen from Greater Mount All Baptist Church, Hopkins Hill, Oklahoma, they didn't even catch fish. So Sister Ellis, he kept us, me, my cousin, and, and Adrian, we were just trying to find something to do. He kept us there all day and didn't even catch the fish. And I said, I'll never go with him again. It took me a long time to go fishing with my uncle again. But then when I went fishing again, this time, we say all day, but at least we caught some fish. I'm going to say it one more time. We didn't say all day this time, Sister Shirley, but we caught some fish. And the thing about it is, there are times when you fish, you can have a good day where you catch a lot of fish. But there can be some other times you have a bad day where you catch no fish. But the thing about it is, even though you don't catch fish this day, you can catch fish the next day. Just make sure you still keep showing up to the lake. I wish I had somebody talk with me. I say, you may not catch fish this day. You may not catch fish that day. But if you keep on showing up to that lake, there's a way, there's a blessing, there's a power, there's a open door. And that's just like how God works with us. And some days you're going to catch. Some days you may not catch. Some days you'll have it your way. In other days you won't have it your way. But if you keep on trusting in them, if you keep on walking with them, and when you keep on believing them, is there anybody that can praise them and say, I've had more good days than I've had bad days. I've had more blessings than I've had courage. I've had more success than I've had sorrow. Yes, I've had my fair share of some rough days, but God has always gave me better days than bad days. Keep on showing up to the chapter of 1 Kings. Here we see, we got this prophet that's named Elijah. And Elijah's name means the Lord is my God. And we see that he is called the Tishbite. It's because it was because he's from the city called Tishah, and then he dwells in Gilead, and Tishbe means seller. Then we see, watch this, we see between verses 2 and between verses 2 and 6, all through that, we see that the word of God comes to Elijah. And since the word of God came to Elijah, he was told to go to the brook called Cherish, which was east of Jordan. Then there the Lord said at the brook, he had ravens to feed you there. And then that is what Elijah did. He went to the brook of Cherish, and there the ravens brought food in the morning, in the evening, because this brook was by the east of Jordan, then flow through the land of Gad, and that the land belonged to Israel and located in the heart of Canaan. But that's where the following of the Lord takes over, because the thing about anybody, when it's sitting around God, it's got to be following God all the time, because the Lord always has an open door. The Lord always provides for a servant, and the Lord always takes care of the servant, because I told you, we serve a good God. Everybody can say, God's been good to me. Come on, come with me. Do you know that God's been good to you? Will you follow God? Will you do what God says? Will you trust in God? God always will send something your way. God will bless you more than you can ever think of. Is there somebody that can say, I'm a blessed person this first Sunday in November? I know I'm blessed. Anybody out there can say, I've been following God a long time. And because I've been following a long time, I'm blessed. 
it, and then we all have somewhere to go because we follow the law. Oh, and look at the text. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. And sunrise is going to get a little tight for a little while. But bear, pray with me. Because as much as we love some stuff and even try to hold on to some things, eventually we have to let them go because not everything that we hold on to will work all of the time. There's always something that will break down, break apart, and there's always something coming along our way that has to be changed and that has to have adjustment because there's at some point that there are some things that we need to understand that won't always be with us because the Lord always has another move. The Lord always has another route and the Lord has another option. But in it is interesting, you can trust in God and when you, the Lord gives you an assignment, you can do what the Lord tells you to do, but you also have to understand God got something. Have you ever been there that we've enjoyed where we are? But you got to look at the fact that there's something else that's coming. There's something else. You got to see something else. You got to witness and something else. You got to be out on the lookout for because it won't always be like this. There's always another move, another option, another step, another area, another location. There's always another destination because God always makes assignments in different types of places because it's interesting to see and know. You can follow God, do what God says, and be obedient to God. Then all of a sudden, God flips the script. I wish I had a winner. You, you never know where and how God will flip the script. You never know when God will choose to flip the script. You never know when God will say, okay, you did well here. You did great here. You did appropriate here. You gave it all your own here, but now the time has come for you to go in a different way. But now the time has come for you to do a different thing. And that's okay because even in doing something different and going a different route, God is still right there. Can I get a witness? Is there anybody that can say, even doing something different, God is still right there. But there are those moments in time we think we, that we think, and we got to be careful. We think we always have it going on. You might have it going on right now, but seasons change. And when seasons change, if you aren't prepared already, it'd be difficult for you to adjust. And that's why where you are right now, enjoy every moment and every piece, but also understand, realize, and see that God will make the shift. And it's interesting how he makes shifts because sometimes they happen unexpectedly. Sometimes they happen and you don't realize it. Sometimes they happen and you don't even get a warning about it. They just happen. That's something life, how life changes on us. You And watch this. You don't want to get left behind. But you want to make sure that you are ready. And you want to make sure that you understand we all have to deal with some changes and have to deal with things switching up. But we also have to understand, aren't you glad that God won't change? Things can change on you and things will change on you. But God is on your side because when things change, he will be there. When things get scary, he will be there. When things make you worry, he will be there. When things give you fear, he will be there. When things give you anxiety, God will be there. No matter the circumstances, situation, or the scenario, God will still be 
And you can't always have it go your way because life has a funny way of making us change. But that's when we got to keep trusting in God. Look at the text. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. This word after in the Hebrew means in. This word while in the Hebrew means period. This word brook in the Hebrew means stream. And this word dry in the Hebrew means no moisture. The same brook that was flowing, the same brook that Elijah was getting everything that he needed, in the same brook Elijah was getting fed has now dried and no longer The period has come to an end. There was a season where it was productive. There was a season where there was no issues. And there was a season that the brook was always working. But now, that same brook that was working and that same brook that I said had it going on has now dried. Because you see, God told Elijah where to go. And not only that, but God told Elijah there were ravens there as well. And, there, and these ravens, they were sent by God to feed Elijah. They did their job, but now their job is complete and the brook dried up. Even though the brook dried up, Elijah did what God said. I'm going to say it one time. Elijah did about what God said, and it's not about, and that's the thing, family, it's not about what we want, but it's about what God wants. And isn't it interesting, you can do what the Lord wants and still get a dry brook. Because sometimes brooks dry because you get all of the use out of it. It's one thing for a brook to dry and you did nothing. But it's something when you've done what the Lord has said and spoken, then the Lord has allowed the, the brook to dry. The Lord has allowed the brook not to be productive and you can't get anything else out of this dry book, brook. But sometimes, y'all know what I'm about to say, right? It's about to get a little what? Don't, and here it is, don't still try to get new water from an old brook. I'm going to say it again. Don't try to get new water from an old brook. Because there are sometimes that we want to get the same water from the brook because we expect it to always be there. We expect it to always work. We expect it to always be productive. But there are sometimes as we walk with God, serve God, live for God, we got to trust God when the brook dries up. Somebody be real with me. Life got a way of cutting the water off. Any, has anybody been 
had some water cut off in life. And I ain't talking about the water from Oklahoma. I'm just talking about some, some water that you had your own flowing brook. But then all of a sudden, life took the water away. After this brook, and, then, and Sister Young, did you know, notice something else? After the brook dried up, you never heard of it again. I want that to sink in for a quick second. After this brook dried up sunrise, you never heard of it again. It dried. Then Elijah gets sent to Zarephath. But it was after the brook had dried up. Watch this is telling the brook served its purpose, but we never heard of it again. And that's something else about as we live with God, as we when we have blessings from God, when we have answered prayers from God, when we have doors and when we have those moments of progress those moments of being progressive if you aren't careful and let it pass you by the brook will dry up it's nothing, watch this it's nothing worse to have something and then let it leave and then when it leaves you regret it because you didn't give it all your effort and when that happens, when that occurs, when that transpires that's when the brook dries up and doesn't come back, can I, can I bring this way, there are athletes who had all the press coverage in high school, were McDonald's All-Americans, they were star basketball players, they signed national letters of intent, they were on ESPN, then they were national players of the year in college, had four-year scholarships, they did all that in high school college to get to the pros because they would talk about how their mother had to work two or three jobs, they would talk about living with their coaches home, they would talk about all the extra nights and all this that they had to do, but then and the problem was to tell us the elders and sisters Shirley, they get to the NBA, but the same effort they put in to get there, they didn't put the same effort in while they were there because instead of working hard, instead of practicing hard, sister Young, they got caught up with going to the club, got caught up with spending money, got caught up with being late to practice. This sister tell in three to five years, you never heard of them again. And some of them went from being an NBA player and now working at McDonald's, Walmart, and Walgreens, all because they didn't take advantage of the brook and the brook dried up. There have been those who have had great intellect in school. They did well with the SAT, did well with the ACT, had all the opportunities in the world, but then they got with the wrong crowd. Then they got with that crowd that was telling you don't have to be that smart. Got with that crowd that started, that started using some drug paraphernalia. Got with that crowd that was trying to tell them you need to do this and do that. Then the group tried because they went from having the success and being able to go the brook drive because they got with somebody they should have never been with. They started dating somebody they should they should have never dated. They got with the wrong crowd, and the wrong crowd made them lose. But they had it. You got to be careful who you link up with, because if you link up with the wrong people, your brook will dry up. There was there's somebody else sometimes they know about having money. Uh oh, and you know it's true. Money can be the root of all evil. Somebody had a great paying job, less with finances. Somebody had the ability to be able to buy what they want, purchase what they want, go to vacations anytime what they wanted. They could go to Ruth Chris, go to Texas Roadhouse, go to Texas Day Brazil, go to Cheesecake Factory, every day they wanted to. But then all of a sudden, since the younger tell they got cocky. And now they get cocky, but they started talking down on people. They started having mean attitudes. They started having rude attitudes. And then all of a sudden, 
the brook dried up. The same salary they used to have. They don't have the same waitress. They used to be snobby to as the waitress they got to work with. The same pizza delivery person that they didn't want to tip. Now they got to deliver pizzas just to make ends meet. You got to be careful how you mess with people. You got to be careful how you talk to people. And you got to be careful how you treat with people. Treat people because God will give you a taste of your own medicine. And you don't want the law to give you a taste of your own medicine because that's when you want to spit it out. But you can't spit it out because the book dried up. Oh, books don't discriminate. Books don't wait on you and books will dry up. And have you ever noticed how when a book dries up, there's always, you ever notice how there's always some folk begging for another chance? But if you took care of it when you had it, you wouldn't have to beg. Can I get away with it? There's an understanding every out in there truth. The book will dry up, but don't let it dry before you give it your max effort. There are those times we don't give max effort, whether it's from fear, from what people will say, or sometimes we might hold ourselves back. But when the book is strong, you got to utilize it while you haven't seen a discourse. Elijah followed God and enjoyed what God had to offer. The brook was an open door by God, but Elijah still had to go. And if, watch this, if you really believe in the Lord, you can't be afraid to go where he's telling you to go. Do what he's telling you to do, even if it don't make sense, even if you've never done it before, even if it's out of your comfort zone. Go do what God says do and enjoy the ravens in the brook. God sent the ravens. The ravens fed Elijah. And there was water because God had food, ravens, and water. It was at the brook. Seemed like it wouldn't end. But sometimes I had a problem with this text. Can I tell you what my problem was? So surely you wouldn't think that the brook would dry after God is the one that told Elijah where to go. Right? God said it, go. And he did. But now the brook has dried. What do you do when the Lord won't let it rain in the spot you're used to the rain coming? You've been used to having it done this way. You've been used to going this way. You've been used to it being like this. You've been used to just in a sense going through the motion. But now all of a sudden, the rain's gone, the food's gone, and the raven's gone. Everything that made it work is gone. Everything that made it have success is gone. Everything that had it, this celebration is gone. The rain was there. The ravens were there. The food was there. And even though we've experienced great mornings and great evenings, now all of a sudden the brook is dry. The thing I was accustomed to, I no longer had. The rain is left. The rain that was making the brook be filled with water has left. And now we don't have the ravens because rain makes things brook, but the brook dry because a brook can't live without rain. Is it possible that you can be by the brook but haven't realized there isn't any rain? 
You know what I'm saying? Is it possible you've been by the brook, but there's no rain? Because what was keeping the brook going has now dried and died. What was keeping the brook, the brook vibrant has gone away. And what was keeping the brook even relevant is now apart. But could it be the reason that sometimes joy is gone, hope is gone, and blessings are gone because we stayed with the brook, but we didn't pray or realize the rain was gone? The rain is evaporated. The rain has left the brook. The rain has dispersed because the brook is drying up. Because God controls the ravens, controls the brook, controls the rain. And Elijah is God's servant. Elijah does what God is telling him to do. It is God that is still in, in control. But can I ask someone else? Can I ask y'all a question? Can you still trust God when the rain is gone? I didn't hear no amen. Can you trust God when the brook is dry? Can you trust God when 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 the thing when the when the same God that provided this time and now let it dry? But do you still trust God when the brook dries? Do you still trust God when God is saying do this? Do you still trust God when God is leading in a different direction? Do you still trust God even though the brook has dried? Well, let me tell you. Good players. Now the bad players that can't play, 
Go to the Bulls. Go to the Spurs. Go to the Gun. No, I don't know the Go to the Lakers. Go down there. But it's when the good players leave since the younger that bothers me. And the Celtics have had great players like Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Larry Bird, Ray Allen, Kevin McHale, Robert Paris, Dennis Johnson, Corn, Brent Maxwell, JoJo White, Bill Russell, Bob Cousy, Tom Heinsohn. They've had great players over the years, but the Celtics have won an NBA record, even though we tied with the Lakers, but we're going to break that. We tied for 17 NBA championships. But the brook dries. Because players that were once there are no longer there. And you know what it is? Even though players come and go, the Celtics still stay. I'm going to say it one more time. Even though players come and go, the Celtics still stay. Ain't that that's why we trust in God? Because we can trust in God. Because things can come and go, but God still stays. Can I bring it home? We've had Marcus Garvey. We've had Reverend Dr. Martin King Jr. We've had John Wooten. We've had Jonah Hart. We've had Eleanor Roosevelt. We've had Harriet Tubman. They've been on the scene, but the group tried, and they went off the scene. They, their voice left us. Their ideologies, they left us. Their thoughts, because we can't hear from them anymore. When they were here, we enjoyed it. When they were gone, we were emotional, but yet, it was God that got us through those dry books of losing those great people, and God is still getting us through right now. Can't you look at our world and our society? We got some dry brooks. Because you begin to see, Sister Shirley, you can't hang out with everybody. Sister Taylor, you begin to see every friendship don't remain. Sister Ellie, you begin to see laws are passed that go against the word of God. We have television shows that celebrate and promote evil, promiscuous behavior, and promoting demonic spirits. The morality brook seems like it dried up. You want to know how it dried up? People don't respect each other anymore. People don't show love to each other anymore. People don't even have reverence for the church anymore. People don't respect senior citizens, and kids don't respect adults. The brook of morality. It dries up. It seems like the way we used to live has changed. That's because the brook is dry and the rain has stopped. But when we seek God, even though it's been rough, when we seek God, God got a way of turning things around. Does anybody know God has got a way of turning things around? Because even though people don't want to come, they don't care about the church. If you keep on seeking God, God can make a sinner come off the street, come right in here, get saved, become a deacon, become a preacher, become a Sunday school teacher. You don't know what's what somebody may go through. I know there are those who sell drugs. They never fight. But when we just seek God, God can turn a drug addict around. God can make somebody put the needle down. God can make somebody stop snorting that cocaine. Can I get a witness in heaven? Even in our homes, we see Satan's attacking our homes. But when we seek God, God will turn things around where the whole place together. The home has love. The home has God. The home reads the Bible. The home eats dinner together. Even though the brook is dry, God can turn it around. It doesn't matter how far. 
Give God a 